0: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM 560, The Answer.
1: Top of the morning, Dan and Amy, and uh, it's not gonna be a topic tonight, but it's gonna be a topic for the next two years. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's the topic. And what she has to say is, uh, whew, she was on 60 Minutes uh, being interviewed sort of uh, very gently by Anderson Cooper, Gloria Vanderbilt's kid, and um, she had um, she had this to say about her 12-year plan for America.
0: ...would convert the entire U.S. economy to renewable sources of energy in just 12 years while guaranteeing every American a job at a fair wage. You're talking about zero carbon emissions, no use of fossil fuels within 12 years?
2: That is the goal. It's ambitious. and How is
0: that possible? Are you talking about everybody having to drive an electric car?
2: It's going to require a lot of rapid change that we don't even conceive as possible right now. What is the problem with trying to push our technological capacities to the furthest extent possible? This would require the raising taxes. There's an element where, yeah, people are going to have to start paying their fair share in taxes. Do you have a specific on the tax rate? You know, you look at our tax rates back in the 60s, and when you have a progressive tax rate system, your tax rate, you know, let's say from zero to $75,000 may be 10% or 15%, et cetera. But once you get to, like, the tippy, Tops uh, on your 10 millionth uh, dollar. Sometimes you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70 percent. That doesn't mean all 10 million dollars are taxed at an extremely high rate, but it means that as you climb up this ladder, you should be contributing more.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. AOC, you you down with me? Get down with AOC. Like Toto, Lee. Get
0: down with AOC. Like you know me. Get down with AOC. Can you
2: repeat? Get down with AOC. Blah blah.
1: All right. let's see if uh, our friend Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform, if he could stop dancing. If he's down with AOC, Grover Norquist, thanks for joining us. Happy days are here again. 70% uh, top marginal rate to get to a fossil fuel-free economy. Seems like a fair trade-off, doesn't it? Well, what's
0: interesting is, at one level, the thorough dishonesty of suggesting that she's going to Uh, increase the subsidies for all of the energy sources that don't actually create enough energy to justify themselves, solar and wind. And I mean, maybe someday they will. But right now we're spending tens of billions of dollars. We, taxpayers, are having tens of billions of dollars taken from us, either in higher utility fees, because the government tells your utility, you've got to use make-believe energy um, and Mm -hmm. uh, make everybody pay for it because it's more expensive or can tax subsidies to the people who create solar and so on. These are trillion-dollar projects, and she's talking about, um, oh, we're just going to nick a few people. Well, the more honest liberals have actually introduced legislation for a trillion-dollar tax increase on gasoline and energy and your utility bills. Uh, These are so-called the carbon dioxide taxes. They like to call them carbon taxes. It's carbon dioxide they're taxing. Carbon dioxide, however, doesn't sound frightening because you breathe it out. Right. Every day, yeah. uh, if you want to make something sound you know, dangerous, make it yeah. sound like carbon, that's what diamonds are made out of. You know, but <laughs> the carbon dioxide tax that the Democrats are promoting is you're talking about trillions of dollars, at least a trillion over a decade, and that's just a start. It increases every year. She's playing a game where she says, oh, we're only going to have a 70% rate on some people. Okay, uh, The tippy top. The way, but, yeah, I love the tippy top. Tippy top. Um, you know, this is the way every truly atrocious regime has said, oh, we may be being unpleasant to these few people, but never you. Yeah. Uh, When they first put in the income tax in the United States uh, in 19 through the Constitution in 1913, top rate, top rate was seven, not seven zero, like uh, Congresswoman Cortez wants, not 70, but 7%. And we were promised it would never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever go above 7%. And it was only, only, only going to hit, get this, people make more than $10 million a year in our dollars. We're still using the same make-believe number of how we're only going to tax a few people. Uh, within a couple decades, the bottom rate was 10%. Not the top rate, 7 The bottom rate was 10%. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody says, oh, we're going to introduce a high – top rate, they're introducing you to your children's tax rate. And we've seen this happen again and again and again throughout the world. She talks about wanting to look more like uh, Norway, uh, Denmark, some of the European countries. But they don't have higher do that. Yeah. top rates than we do. I mean, is there any country in the higher- world
1: that has a 70 percent tax rate on high earners?
0: Nobody in the world has that. She has proposed something that many countries used to have, and they all went away from it including the Soviet Union and communist China and France and Britain. Remember this song that the the Beatles wrote, uh, Taxman, 19 for the government, one for me, right? Um, One one for you, 19 for the the taxman, meaning a 95% tax rate. They had that in Britain. That's why the Beatles moved to America. And in Britain, the top rate is not 95% anymore. The Swedish rate. Was once over 100%. The author of Pippi Longstockings was rather surprising <laughs> at
1: 103, 104%. Maybe if we played Beatles records backwards, we could unprogram Alexandria Ocasio Cortez.
0: <laughs> well, unfortunately, she may have been listening to Beatles records and decided that was a sound tax policy. She thought that was an advocate for higher taxes. But what Europe does is they have very high income taxes on middle income people. Not Because there's no real money in getting all the billionaires. There's just, they're just a few of them. Um, and you could take all their money and you couldn't close the deficit in one year. Uh, so she's talking about raising taxes on a few people in order to fool you into thinking, oh, everything else she said is for free. The Democrats, in addition to her 70 percent top rate, and as you point out, we would be the only country in the world with a 70 percent tax rate. It is true. That before Reagan, we had a 70 percent tax rate. It came down from 70 to, to 28, and the economy grew at an average of 4 percent a year until Bush raised taxes and, and tremendously regulated the economy uh, and, and undid too much of what Reagan accomplished. And the economy did poorly, and he lost the presidency because he undid Reagan's good economy. Um, but when we took those rates down and stayed with them. That was extremely helpful to the economy. That's why every other country in the world said, "Let's do that."
1: Let me let and me, they did. Let me ask you about another tax. Now I know uh, we're steeped in negotiations with the Chinese at present, again on the topic of trade. Uh, but a report out in the New York Times over the weekend: uh, a couple of electronics uh, companies in Western Michigan complaining about the Trump's tariff, uh, Trump tariffs suggesting that uh, the trade war is uh, irreparably harming manufacturing, at least their manufacturing businesses, and it needs to come to an end post-haste. Where do you come to I mean, tariffs or taxes. Where do you come down on Trump's approach to trade with China?
0: Um, I hope that his imposition of tariffs and threats of war will get the Chinese to make changes in how they... St- stop get them to stop stealing our intellectual property this is a hundred billions of dollars a year problem uh europe and japan agree completely with us on this uh we have people talk about oh, the president should work with everyone else well this is an issue where he has the entire world on our side except china um and if we can come to an agreement and there have been a couple hints in the last several weeks that we may be getting closer and of course. In a trade negotiation or any negotiation, some of the largest conflicts happen just before you actually get the deal. Um, It it, it doesn't get better and better and better towards the end. It gets worse and worse and worse until it gets agreed to. Uh, It is my hope that we get that and that the tariffs that we have imposed go away because, yes, of course, tariffs are taxes and tariffs do damage. Tariffs damage Americans. They don't damage people. People in China don't pay tariffs, American tariffs. American consumers pay American tariffs. Um, so it is a dangerous tool or weapon. Uh, it worked with Mexico and Canada. It worked with the, with Europeans. We're now negotiating to zero tariffs, zero non-tariff barriers, and zero subsidies. Tremend- that's exactly the right way to negotiate. Uh, that's not where the Europeans wanted to go, but that's now where the negotiations are because Trump rattled the cages – Upset the apple cart, you know, bull in China shop. All of those things that people go, what's he thinking? Well, in the treaty formerly known as NAFTA and the European Union agreement, real progress has been made. It is my hope that the China um, uh, tariffs will lead to that kind of agreement. If we do, um, you know, hold on to your hat. This economy will really soar because we will both have this, the lower tax, lower tariffs. On our goods is uh, going to China and stop stealing our intellectual property, everything from software to to handbags uh, and movies. Uh, So this this could turn out very well. I'm just very nervous because uh, tariff wars are wars of choices, and they often go bad.
1: All right, well, we're going to end on that positive note. Plus, you've used your allotted number of metaphors, upset the apple cart, in a China shop. <laughs> uh, i got a couple more. I'll, I'll email them in. <laughs> Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform. Grover, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. You got it. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560,
0: The Answer.